Welcome into another episode of American Ag Today, produced by the American Ag Network. I'm your host, Jesse Allen. And joining us now here on the program, we're talking about New Year's resolutions for farmers and looking at their business side of the equation. Joining us now with Pinion, we have Devon Cook is with us. And Devon, appreciate the time. Thanks so much for joining us here today. Hope you're doing well. Yes, thanks for having me. Well, I thought this was a very timely topic here as we start off a new year thinking about those New Year's resolutions on the farm and looking hard at our business. And, you know, I know it's a busy time as farmers are thinking about their taxes and getting things prepared and talking with their CPAs, et cetera, et cetera. But it's also it feels like a good time to kind of sit down and really take a look at that business, look at your business model and just and see where things stand here as we enter into a new calendar year, isn't it? It's just a good time of year to do that. Yes, it is. And, you know, there's certainly plenty of conversation going on around a lot of the the cost and, and value drivers of the business right now. We're talking a lot about what's going to happen with crop prices or interest rates and inflation. And I don't at all mean to minimize those because I know those are really important for your business as well as tax planning with your accountant. But um, I'm encouraging folks is that, and when they're at this stage of kind of New Year's resolutions is to think about what are some of the longer term questions that maybe you kick down, kick the can down the road sometimes? What are longer term, big picture, kind of structural questions for your business that don't make the list every day because they're not necessarily time urgent every day? You get caught up with the stuff that you have to get done to keep the business going. But sometimes those long term things can creep up on you. Well, I would think with structure, I, I know that's a topic that I, I feel like is something you mentioned, maybe gets kicked down the road too much, whether you're in an LLC, you want to look at a C Corp or an S Corp or whatever the case is. I know there's a lot of different ways that a, a farm can be structured. And sometimes, you know, sometimes in some cases, farmers don't know what structure would be best for their operation either sometimes. Yeah, and I think we use the word structure in a lot of different contexts. So first, let me address the one you brought up of just, you know, from a taxation standpoint and, and maximizing tax benefits and minimizing tax costs. <laughs> um, you know, there can be some pros and cons of whether you're an LLC or an S Corp or C Corp. And so I'd very much encourage you to be, you know, always be having that conversation with your accountant and in some cases attorney as well. Um, but when I talk about structure, it's even... Um, to me, a lot of the work I do is helping families or partnerships groups set up transitions, whether they're transitions today, as in bringing in a new partner, or maybe they're planning for estate plans and, and long-term transitions at death. And so, you know, those are topics that you tend to tackle at, at a moment in time, and then the papers got signed and we put it in a binder on the shelf and we don't think about it again. So I'm trying to remind folks around, hey, you might have negotiated a buy-sell agreement maybe 10 years ago when you set up your latest LLC with a partner, whether that's a family member or not. And you know, decisions you made 10 years ago made a lot of sense then. But in the meantime, your business has grown in size by three times. And maybe, maybe you bought life insurance to prepare for a buyout in case somebody died. Well, the values you bought at 10 years ago may not be anywhere near enough to cover the, the transaction today. And so it's dusting those things off and, and just kind of doing a checkup to say, do they still work for today? And then beyond even, you know, financial aspect of that, of can you still fund the buyout the way you thought you could? Other things that often change in the meantime are, you know, people come and go 
or even your desires to be in partnership long-term with the same group of people may have changed. And that's not a bad thing. I mean, it has a little bit of stigma to think about, to talk about, you know, is the partnership structure we're in today still, still what we want to be working towards over the next 10 years? And so if you need to have some of those tough conversations, again, whether it's with family or with non-family, um, those are important. And it's a can, you know, that really jumps up and cuts you <laughs> someday mm -hmm. down the road if you haven't dealt with it. Definitely. Well, and I know succession planning is always a, a topic of discussion, uh, especially especially amongst family members. I know that could be a challenging, tough discussion, as you alluded to. Mm -hmm. So always good to kind of bring that up and revisit it uh, here. And, and this is as good a time of any to do that. What are some ways that folks can reach out for assistance when they're looking at different things, like with their structure, looking at succession planning, looking at past business plans, et cetera? What are some different things that folks could do to try and find some assistance at helping to make any new decisions? Sure. I think there's a few different places to to look to, for assistance. First one, obviously, is professional advisors. And we, we at Pinion would love to help you with that. Um, we are a accounting and financial consulting firm, but we also handle the softer side of the equation. And in fact, that's what I spend a lot of my time doing is facilitating families through some of those more awkward or tough conversations that they've been avoiding. Um, so your professional advisory team, whether that's us or someone else, is, is certainly folks that you want to have in the mix anytime you're considering big changes to the business. Um, in addition to that, um, sometimes you can really learn a lot from peers and their experiences. So I encourage people to think about um, how are you putting a network of folks around you that bring you new ideas and support you. Uh, we run a number of peer executive education groups um, that are really great venues for you. I say you learn from your peers and you learn with your peers, meaning some of the content of those meetings is internal sharing with each other. And some of it is that we bring really good expertise to the table. And along the same lines, we also have a number of, of farms and livestock operations that are considering using an advisory board where they set up, you know, it may not be an official board of directors in the sense of they're voting and making fiduciary decisions, but you might set up um, intentionally getting two or three people from outside of your normal conversation range. I mean, people that you're not you're not talking to every day anyway, and bringing in them in two or three times a year to really have a focused conversation on some strategic topics for your business. So all of those I see as ways to, to bring outside input and expertise and other people's experiences to, to bear fruit for yourself. Well, I know you mentioned as well that Pinion able to help folks with a lot of these questions and, and just help out with some of this planning. And I'm sure a great place to start, PinionGlobal.com, would be uh, one great way to really get in touch with uh, you and the team there at Pinion to talk about some of these things, isn't it? Yes, we'd love to have a conversation with you. We we kind of talk about we're doing pretty much everything for production ag except agronomy and equipment. We don't necessarily have tons of expertise in those technical aspects of your farm, but anything else on the financial or even human capital management side of it, we we sure like to to work with farms and livestock operations all across the country. Well, Devon, before I let you go, any final thoughts you have for us today? Yeah, I've got a I've got a pithy quote for you. Someday is not a day of the week. So whenever you're scheduling to get to this tough challenge or spend time on this project someday, that's not a day of the week. So get it on a calendar for a day of the week and stop kicking the can down the road. Well, I love that. And we will wrap it up there with that. Devon Cook with Pinion Global. Appreciate the time. Thanks so much for joining us today. And we'll hopefully get you back on the show again real soon. Thanks. Have a good day.
And this has been American Ag Today, produced by the American Ag Network. I'm your host, Jesse Allen, wishing you a great rest of your day.